What is going on, guys? Special edition Saturday episode of Drunk on the Eagles. I am Rich, and that is always Don, the co-host extraordinaire. We are coming to you live on Saturday because we weren't able to do Tuesday. Um, so just, I hope you guys enjoy it. I mean, we're excited to be here on a Saturday. The Christmas tree is up. You got yeah. it. We're doing. <laughs> listen, I got, I got my, I got my elves working downstairs getting it ready. So, and listen, keep those alerts ready. You know, we're gonna do some, some of these pop in episodes where we have uh, you know, thirty look, minutes, just quick hit. And look, look at, we still got Chris. We still got Adam tuning in. This is awesome. Look at that. Thank you for joining us. I am so sorry about Tuesday, Chris. Um, I know I didn't get back to you. It's been a very busy week uh, for everybody, especially with Thanksgiving. I know I was doing a lot of prep work, had a lot of things I needed to get done for school. Um, so thank you for joining us. It's funny because, you know, this isn't our full-time job. This isn't our lives. We have other things that we are very much more important, but yeah. you guys are very important to us. Chris and Adam, thank you as always for joining us. Um, if you guys could please check out our sponsor. Holidays are here, guys. Dads. Moms, uncles, grandpops, brothers, sisters, everybody's looking for a nice timepiece. What perfect time then for the holidays? Do a little bit of spending, do a little bit of nice fanciness for the watches, for the timepieces. Visit our sponsor, La Terrain Watches, la-terrain.com. Use the promo code DOB at checkout. Get some nice tickers. Everybody needs a nice timepiece. I know I am buying myself one for Christmas because both, <laughs> both watches <laughs> And I need and, a really every, nice watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, everybody I mean, needs everybody needs to know what time it is. So everybody. you know, make sure you keep those. Make, make sure you're keeping those alerts. You know, those alerts checked off to make sure you you're figuring out when we're going uh, when we're going live. And this is important. If you if you're trying to interact with us uh, for whatever reason, Twitter has not made any kind of effort to make to make those comments uh, scroll up. So uh, follow us on on Facebook and YouTube, and we'll. Uh, We'll make sure we get your comments in because that's the important part of what we want to, you know, what we're trying to give for you guys. So, exactly. Um, I'm going to the Sixers game. All right, Chris. Nice. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. What did you get your wife for Christmas? I can't tell you that because she watches the show, Chris, <laughs> sometimes. And it's usually she checks out within the five minute mark. So maybe I'll touch on it at the end or I'll touch it on <laughs> another episode, but I don't want to tell her. But as of right now, Chris, nothing. <laughs> hey, listen, Chris. If you you know, if if you got anybody out there that likes our content, you know our our uh, our merch store is is uh, up up and running. We got some new uh, trust the process spectrum uh, uh, gear going out, and then uh, we got a I got a special one in the works, uh, waiting for the the final uh, final okay to drop before we drop it. But we've got a uh, a blend of music and birds content uh, coming out on some merch, so. Maybe, you know, a keep little, your eyes maybe a little Kenny G. Maybe maybe a little maybe a little Kenny G. Uh, th- think more like late seventies rock. Okay. All right. Okay. Blended with the current Eagles team. Oh, a little Hotel California. We gonna go there? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You know, Don Henley. I like it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so, Don, go ahead, take it over and uh. All right, listen. So, you know, if you follow if you follow us on Twitter on social media, you've seen uh, that we're starting to put out some some of these little uh, these little two little two minute highlight packages uh, from 
uh, after you know after the games go final. So uh, if you miss any of those in that in that Twitter feed, uh, you know that the link to our link tree at the top of our uh, social media. Uh, if you click on our YouTube page, you're going to see over here uh, that we've got the highlight packages from those games. So you're going to see. Uh, everything from, you know, the, if we click on the, the Sixers game, you know, that this is going to be all, we want to, want to try to give you something similar to what you're, uh, what you're getting with our content, right? You're getting short bursts of, uh, you know, really solid information. You know, the, these two minute highlight packages are not, uh, the, we're not, there, there's no fluff. It's all substance. It's all content. And we're doing it for, uh, for all the teams. Uh, so we got everything in there to make sure that we got uh, everything you need. So if you miss those on that social media feed, you know, go to that YouTube page, check them out. And listen, if you got two minutes, you got it all right. So make sure that you're on there. Make sure you're getting what you need. And, uh, you know, keep checking that. We're trying to give you that good, quick hitting content. So and everything, everything on our Twitter page is in our link tree. So please like us, subscribe to YouTube and Facebook. Um, you can follow us on Twitter to just watch, but to interact, you need to be on Facebook or YouTube. And of course, we always appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, Adam and Chris, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Watching this and is going to listen to this on repeat. Thank you. Um, stay tuned because we will be dropping our bonus edition, Drunk on the Court, immediately following this show. It will not be televised, it will not be on Twitter. We are recording it and sending it straight to where your podcast can be found. So stay tuned for that. Enjoy the little tidbits that we're going to give you. But right now it's time to jump into Eagles versus Giants. Big matchup this week, division rival. This is a game that we need to win. This is a game that we should win, especially with the Giants, who are most likely going to be missing two of their top pass catchers. Kadarius Tony is reported he probably will not play. I believe he has a right. contusion. Sterling Shepard always battling hamstrings uh, and head injuries. That's what just what that guy does. Um, so this is a game that we need to win to keep pace with Dallas, who just lost on Thanksgiving and a heartbreaker at the Dallas fans against Derek Carr and the Walrusless Darren Waller, Wall Wallerless Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs had a field day. Thank you for that. Um, and thank you for filling my plate and my cup with Dallas tears. I was able to drink them Thanksgiving night, and it was delicious. Thank That's you. That's great. And listen, you know, you got the Giants coming off a short week. Yep. Right. So they're the they played Tampa on Monday night. I think this is the perfect opportunity to kind of capitalize and get a stranglehold on positioning yourself for that that's you know that seventh playoff spot. You know, the thing that I like that I've you know kind of heard is the fact that they're they're holding the tiebreakers with a couple of teams that are in that in that group right so you hold the the, the tiebreaker against the the Panthers you know you hold the the one team that you're not you know you're, you're going to hold the tiebreaker against the Saints but you, you don't hold the tiebreaker with the 49ers right so that could be that one kind of swing game that you're going to make sure that you're going to have to win every game you're supposed to win. Yes. Uh, so, you know, if, if, you know, and, and I don't want to look ahead, right. But I think this game 
having to know that you have to go back to the Meadowlands next week to play the Jets. I think this is a really important win. It's a game that you can win, and it's a game that you can capitalize and get some momentum into that Jets game. If you can win this game and the Jets yep. game, right, then you're going into the – you've got a late buy. You can start to – you can get a couple of guys healthy. Uh, you know, I heard there, there's some talk about Brandon Brooks getting him healthy, maybe getting him back. Um, anytime you get to add a guy like that that's an all-pro is, is, is going to be something that you can drop. Uh, as good as this he, offensive line's been, Don, I keep forgetting that he's been out. Right. So, and, and, you know, the, and, and, the way, and, and that was one of the things that stood out to me in, in the Saints game. Uh, the, the offensive line play, I know there were, there were a couple of plays with Mylotta. You know, I love the, the tenacity that Mylotta is playing with uh, to know that, you know, he, he gets a very, uh, he gets a very soft spoken side portrayed uh, in the public. But I think to see him in the, in the game, get a little feisty, know that some of that was a carryover from last year's games. Yeah. Um, and the bodyguard fought him well. The bodyguard fought him Listen, well. any, any guy who dwarfs Jason Peters uh, is a guy I want on my offensive line. Agreed. Uh, and, you know, and Kelsey, you know, talk about a guy who's just steady as he goes, just there, reliable. You know, the best, <laughs> we always say, you know, the best ability is availability. And he's um, always there. And he's always there. And uh, and I think him being there gives that line an opportunity to really solidify itself to be able to get this team to be able to do what it what it's learned how to do very well, which is run the ball. Yeah. I mean, we are going to be missing Jordan Howard this week, so there goes that big power back. But I am happy that Miles Sanders is healthy. He made through last week. He had some fumbles, but that's always been his issue. But the burst looks there. He looks – people keep saying, I saw on Twitter, that he, it looks like he doesn't fit this offense. I don't know what they're looking at because I do think he fits this offense. I think Gainwell is the odd man out um, yes. just because of the pass-catching ability. I understand that he is probably our best pass-catching back. But in this offense – the way that we're running it and the way that we're distributing targets, especially that it's just Goddard, Devonta Smith, some some passes to the running backs, whether it be Boston Scott or Miles Sanders. Um, I think Gamewell is phased out, and I don't think it's because he's a bad player. I think it's more of game plan, um, which is completely fine. I also don't want to see four running backs active. I want to see Miles Sanders be able to carry the load. I want to see what he does with 15 to 17 touches. I want to see Boston Scott come in and, and spell him. Maybe Gamewell comes back in uh, this week. Obviously, he will be active because um, we need three and see what he does when he spells out Sanders. I, I continuously am growing. My heart is growing for Jalen Hurts and what he's accomplishing in this offense. He yeah. is good. Nick Sirianni is looking competent in what he's doing to help his essentially rookie quarterback. Um does his arm strength still need to get better? Yes. But I think that in the offseason, he can work with an independent quarterbacks coach who can teach him touch, who can teach him how to set his feet and throw. I don't necessarily think arm strength is his biggest issue. I think it's touch. And you had Miles Sanders last week down the sideline, and he tried to throw a bullet off his back yeah. through two guys. Loft it. Throw some touch. Like, that's, that's what I want to see from – Jason, what's up, buddy? How what's are going you? On, Jay? Happy Thanksgiving, my good man. 
Um, what I want to see from Jalen Hurts is touch. I want to see him be able to put something under it to where it doesn't hang. Zip it. When he steps into it, he can zip it across the middle. And I have no, no problem seeing that. I just so want to yeah. touch. And I think I, that's I, something that can be taught because he's smart. He makes good decisions. He holds he, – he, I think he holds on to the ball too long, but I also think that is because you only have one true wide receiver, and that's Devonta Smith. We, we all are – I'm out on Jalen Rager. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. more with, with more touches. You don't, though. He's a no. special teams guy. I'm not running – okay, we're not the same – which, honestly, though, really, is he even a special teams guy at this point? Like, he's, no, he's terrible not. at kick return. He's terrible at, at at least what I can say for J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, for all his deficiencies, he has found a way to stay on the roster by yeah. being by, – by excelling on special teams. And for me, like, I think everything you spoke to as far as what Jalen Hurts is talking about is you know that the things that he – is deficient on yeah. are the things they're they're all things that are either correctable or the things that are with with a solid work ethic which we know that he has with commitment better. which you know that he has that he can get better and listen do i think he's at do, do i think that he's the you know the the franchise top 10 quarterback no but in this offense the way that they're the way that they have built this offense now, he doesn't have to be. No, he can no. be. He can be Mister Right Now. He can. Right? He can. He, he can be, be a guy who two years, which is complete. Right. Which I'm completely fine with. I just that al- God. that allows you to build that defense, right? It allows you and to focus lead. those exactly. that you know those first four picks in the next two year, you know, in in next year's draft. You can build that defense, right? You can if you want to package two of those picks and you want to move up and take. You know Thibodeau from uh, um, from Oregon. If yeah. you want to, if you want to sit where you are and draft a linebacker from Georgia or draft a linebacker from Alabama, or Rich, at, at this point, I'm honestly okay if they say, "All right, well, we're going to take two guys and we're going to package. We're going to we're going to trade one of those, right? Yeah. And then you 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 pass it off to next year, and now you've got two first round picks this year, two first round picks next year, yeah. and you add a third anyway, like. The, him being able to manage this offense, and I think what happened at the beginning of the season was that they they thought that they wanted to build this offense. Yes. And they had an offense in mind that they wanted to run. And then they started to realize that they couldn't. They and couldn't do it with the personnel that they had. And that's the deficiency that they have at wide receiver. Right. So Jason writes, Jalen Rager is a bust. I'm not – I'm all right, sorry, Jay, I didn't mean to take it away. Not, not, nothing against UJ. I just how I'm looking at, at Jalen Rager. I do not like. I've said many times. I do not fault the guy for where he was drafted. He was drafted in the first round over Justin Jefferson by Howie because Howie thought he was the smartest man. He would have never been a first round pick. He he would have been a second round pick. Do we look at him as a bust then? No, because second round wide receivers they're, they're hit and miss. First round wide receivers are hit and miss. Only one has made an impact for their team who was drafted in the first round for their own team that drafted him, and that was Mike Evans, and that was last year. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs. Yeah. So it's it's extremely hard to get what you're you're going to get out of a first round wide receiver. Jalen Rager is a bust in my eyes because of the talent level. I don't care where he was drafted. I don't blame him for being a first round pick, but the guy stinks. Like. My whole thing is people say they want to see him get more touches. 
What do you need to see from Jalen Rager? Do you need to see sweeps? Do you, do you, do, I don't need to see his explosion. I don't need to see him running the ball. We Like I was trying to say before, we are not San Fran. He is not Debo Samuel. He is no. not a guy that we're going to get in motion, we're going to hand the ball off, he's going to run for 40 yards. Jalen Rager, I don't believe, is smart enough to be able to get through the defense to do that. Quez Watkins, as great of a player as he is, he is not a number two wide receiver. He is at best a number three or four. Right, but if you were, if you wanted to run those jet sweeps, right? Yeah, Quez Watkins can do the same thing. He's, he's the same thing. He's, and I feel he's more just, I feel more comfortable with Quez Watkins than Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is the type of guy who wants to pick fights with guys on social media, who wants to put down, I'm coming back better than ever, but then never shows up. He's like right. that that like crazy uncle you have that keeps making all these videos and is all over Barstool, but they're not paying him for it. They're not paying him for it. Pay Uncle Jack. Pay, yeah, Uncle, Jack. pay Uncle Jack. Pay Uncle Jack. I'm, I'm saying that right now. Use his likeness. Pay the stinking guy. Rager is worse than Aguilar, but Aguilar also wasn't good until the Super Bowl season and then the year after. Right. It took some seasoning. It took some and seasoning. You, you, you saw that his, his game did change and evolve. Right he when he went, went when when he went to Vegas, when he went when he's now in New England, you see that the game is different. The game has changed, and you know what? If, if that, I I could see an opportunity where that might pop up later on. You know, in the off season, where do they look at an opportunity to maybe move on from him and get? You know, just cut your losses. You know that you've yeah. got some talent in that wide receiver room. You know that maybe you can address it with another middle to late round pick that maybe you just move on from. Maybe he's a guy who's just not going to be able to do it here, that he can move on. You can get draft capital back. And then, you know, it it allows you to open up that roster spot to say, you know, you you can bring in a guy in free agency like Mike Williams, pair him, pair him with Devontae Smith, let Quez run the slot. You've got Goddard playing tight end. Sometimes you split him out, right? You can start to see where just moving, sliding him out and moving a a bigger, stronger piece in what that could do for this offense. And, again, it doesn't require you to then throw the ball 45 times a game. You can still run this type of offense. And I honestly, Rich, I wouldn't be be mad if they – invested in like that first two or three rounds in a, in, in another running back. I, so how I'm looking at the running back position, I feel like next year there are going to be a bunch of uh, free agent guys that you're going to sign for cheap. Cause let's be real. You're not, yeah, you're not going to be, you're not, I'm not drafting a running back within the first four rounds. I'm going to take a late flyer okay. guy. Um, because you see most of these guys who are fifth round picks who are, who are killing it. You get the Dearness Johnsons in the world who are yeah. free agents who, are doing, point. Who, who just, they come out of nowhere. Running backs come out of nowhere, especially with guys who don't have a lot of tread on their tires. Like these are the guys that I want. I'm not drafting these, these prolific running backs anymore. Like we I don't need them. Like it's just the rundown legs. Give me a big body guy to pair with Miles Sanders in his final year. See what Gamewell gives you. And you just need compliment backs, especially the way they're running it. We're yeah. a workhorse system. So I'm not really going to dedicate one of my draft picks to a running back at a position that you can pull Devonta Freeman off the, the trash heap and he's he's being productive for ball. Yeah. But I do, like, I, say. 
I do like what you said with Mike Williams. Jason wants uh, Devontae Adams. I don't see paying Devontae Adams $22, $23 million a year, which he's going to want and he's going to get. He'll go where Rodgers goes. So I see them just going as a pair. I would like Mike Williams. I think you can get him for like a two-year deal, kind of like a show-me contract because he's the, he's the boomer bust wide receiver. Guy's been a wide receiver all year in the past six games has done nothing. Um, except last week he had like a, a touchdown and, and some yards, but it wasn't until like the final the final drive. So the way I'm looking at it is you pair a big body wide receiver, a go get it type of guy with Mike Williams. I love that. You still have Devonta Smith. You Quez will be your three. You can sign another uh, wide receiver. I I was all aboard the hey let's get Allen Robinson trained, but Allen Robinson has really been one of the guys who's extremely disappointing. He's injury plagued now in Chicago. I understand Chicago's not good, but look at what Darnell Mooney's doing. Look what. Mark, uh, Marquise Godwin, who we had, but decided to take the year off COVID and then said, I'm not coming back. Right. I'm a very firm believer of we just need one more wide receiver. I don't think we need to load up at wide receiver because it's not the offense we run. And no. if we can just get a – say we just roll out next year with Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, and Boston Scott again, and Kenneth Gainwell, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, that I'm cool with that. I'm more or less, let me get a linebacker, let me get a safety, let me get another cornerback, and really, let's build this defense. Really, yeah. really look at opportunities to rebuild that defense, get younger. Um, How do you think, Don, the Giants are going to look this week without, as Adam said, Mr. Clappy, Jason Garrett? Do you think they're going to look better on offense, or do you think they're going to look worse, especially with Freddie Kitchens taking over? I was going to say. I mean, Freddie Kitchens had an opportunity to run the offense earlier on in the season when Jason Garrett was out. On, he was out with COVID. Yeah. So, and they didn't light the world on fire. Like, you, you're not, even though they have offensive weapons on the outside, the thing that has plagued the Giants over the course of the last couple of seasons, and it boggles my mind how they refuse to address it, but their offensive line is just terrible. And yeah. I think that's where this game could flip. If you can get pressure on, you know, Danny Dimes. Danny Jones is terrible. Right. If you can get pressure on him and get him in spots where he's got to make snap decisions. And, you know, I think that you you could see uh, another opportunity for maybe Slay to get another pick. You know, keep that streak alive. He's got three you know, picks in three right. of the last four. He's got two pick sixes. Uh that I think is where this game is going to turn because their their weakness is one of the Eagles' strengths. Um, you can get them in position if you can get them in second long, third and long. Uh, you can yeah, there, there's with, with Saquon Barkley. There's always the opportunity for him to bust one. But yeah, he looks saw like that. He himself, especially coming off the ankle injury. So and that's the other thing. Like you don't know what you're going to get. They they don't know what they're going to get out of him. So. They're really in a good position, I think, to be able to make sure that if they can get them in third and long, put them in opportunities where Daniel Jones has to win them the game. I think you're giving you're giving your best you're giving yourself your best opportunity to win. Um, on the offensive end, I mean, you keep, keep doing what more. just keep doing what you're doing. You've got an offensive line that is intoxicated with the run, which I love. And you know that they love, right? They're, they're, they they see that even though that this is not the, the offense that Sirianni wanted to run, it's an offense that's winning them games. It's yep. and, and even the games, Rich, that they've lost in this late in these last couple of weeks, they were in it. I think that's that's what I've been most impressed about. Like 
none of these games have been since the the, the last game that was kind of out of touch was the Vegas game. Right. Yeah. Like everything from Vegas on, they've been in those games, even though they didn't win. Right. Even that the Chargers game where they they should have won, should have won. Right. But they were in it. They were competitive. They were they were not trying to they were not trying to do something that they didn't that they don't do well. Agreed. To be able to be successful. So who do you think the player of the game for the Eagles is going to be? Who are you counting on? Who needs who needs to do the most? All right. So I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to on offense. I'm going to go a position group. Okay. Right, I'm gonna, the, the offensive line. Okay. Right? That offensive line, I'm going to count on them to kind of, you know, create holes and create space, even though Jordan Howard is not playing. Uh, I'm going to look for Miles Sanders to maybe bust one. You know, maybe get, if he can get one of the, if you remember Rich, the game a couple years ago when he busted one for like 78 against the Bills. Yeah. Like a play like that in the middle, you know, middle of the second quarter, maybe going into half, maybe they do that and then they get the ball back at halftime, take okay. it back down. Um, and on defense, I'm, I'm going to stick with the hot hand. I'm going to stick with Slay. I'm going to say Slay gets a pick, maybe a pick six. I like it. I'm going to have to go with uh, – I'm excited to see the the battle between Devonta Smith and James Bradbury. James Bradbury yeah. is one of my favorite corners in this league. That will be a great matchup. I love James Bradbury. I liked his game in Carolina, and I still love his game in New York. He is extremely underrated at the cornerback position. He is a, he is a top 10 guy for me at that position. I cannot wait to see the battle between him and Slim Reaper. Great. It's going to be awesome. But I think the guy who's going to have to step up is going to be Quez Watkins. I think that Bradbury is going to do a really good job. I think he is going to shadow Smith. I think he's going to do a good job covering him, but I'm excited to see what the Slim Reaper can do against him. Um, even if he has four or five catches, I think that's going to be a win for the day. I need to see Quez Watkins step up for a big catch I want to see Goddard a little more involved. And it comes down to comes down to Booby. I want to see what Booby Miles has. I want to see him run for 15 and 110. I want to see him break off a big run. And on defense, it's going to be that defensive line. They're going to have to shut down Barkley. Make Daniel Jones. I almost called him Daniel Dimes. <laughs> Make Daniel Jones throw the ball. <laughs> Danny so Pettis. So Nelson can feast because you're going to probably be missing two of your top uh, pass catchers. Kenny Galladay may not make it out through the game because he's just always hurt. And you have Darius Slayton in, in the right. slot. So without Avante Maddox this week, um, I think he's going to be out, right? I think he's out for – he was on the IR. I think so. Um, it's going to be tough. So I'm, I'm uh, excited to see maybe that's a Zach McPherson uh, spot. For him to so I'm excited to see what the kids got, and we'll, we'll see where uh, – where they go from there, but I'm going to call it right now. 42-17 Eagles. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a dominant. I think it's going to be a statement game. I think it's going to come off the back of, of maybe one or two pick sixes by Daniel Jones. I don't think he's going to be out there in the fourth quarter, and you're just going to see some. You're going to see some garbage time points, and I'm really going 42-17. I think it's going to be a blowout from the get go. I think the Eagles are in a control time of possession. Um, and it's going to be great. Mike, what is going on? Fired up. Fired up, baby. Let's go. Drunk on broad on a Saturday. Let's get it. Don, what are your final predictions, my good man? Uh, listen, Rich, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on, on, on feeling, feeling good going into this game and capitalizing on uh, what they do well. I think uh, I'm going to say collectively we rush for 200-plus yards. 
I love it. I love it. And I'm going to say we grinded out 70, 70 rushing yards for like, Jalen? Like, like 28-10. Okay. I like 28, it. 28-10. Convincing. In the, like, like I think I think there could be an opportunity to swing it, swing the game in the second quarter. If you can get a touchdown late, get the ball back, score on the first possession of the second half, and really kind of salt this game away, I think you could see maybe you might have a, a little uh, little little gardening tending to the flowers in the fourth quarter. A little little Minshew mustache might have a little might, might have a little bit of action in the fourth quarter. I love it. Friends, thank you for joining us. We are going to leave you with our final thoughts. I'm going to go first uh, for once. Let Don Don, uh, anchor it down. Uh, My final thoughts, live your truth. If you are an asshole, be an asshole. If you are a nice person, be a nice person. But please do not be on the fence of stupidity and irrational. Be who you are. If you portray yourself to be something on social media, live that social media lie. Because I think it's absolutely hilarious. I am clowning everybody on Instagram right now because it's just I'm sick of people acting one way and being another or people just having nothing but fluff and trying to have some substance, which they cannot have. Um, There's been a lot of stupid things I've seen posted recently. I've been calling people out on it. And I've been getting some really funny responses because they really can't tell me why they posted what they did. (laughs) So that's great. So people live your truths. If you want to be this uh, hard person on Instagram and alternate facts and telling this, be that person in real life so people can stay the fuck away from you and shut you the fuck up when they see you because I think it's hilarious. So yeah. you're going to be a dipshit on, online? Be a dipshit in reality. That's all I got for you. Uh, hey, listen, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go back to something that we've kind of harped on since the beginning, which is uh, that that original content. Um you know, I took some time uh, on on Thursday to you know start to try to put together a, a new a new list of uh, some some people that we've come across, some shows that we've come across. Some people have kind of split off and started to do their own thing. Um, so, you know, the, if you if you've got the knack for or the inkling to to go out there and put out some original content, whatever that original content is, if you're interested in it, guaranteed that there's an audience for you. Uh, so you know, if you want to go scroll through our social media, uh, I put out some uh, a list. Uh, I want to say on Wednesday, maybe. Nice. Um, so you know, go go check out the 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 amount of original content, and I'll say this till you know, till I'm done. Go do do yourself a favor. Do a little bit of legwork. Spend an afternoon looking for some stuff that you're interested in. I guarantee you, you will be so much better off with the product that you find the, the time, the time that you're spending. Agreed. You're going to get so much more out of your, your, your time. So value your time. People's different point of views. Exactly. Everybody I'm rich. That's Don. We're half of drunk on broad. Thank you for joining us on our mini episode of drunk on the birds. As we like to say on the podcast, welcome to Pettyville, bitch. Go birds. Go birds.